We need a penis joke to fill the air. A penis to fill the air. <laughs> That'd be a big penis. Better. 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 Yeah. Mm. What there was? You go. Why? What did you do? I got off the Wi-Fi and now I'm ah, on 4G. Ah, right. Australian invention Wi-Fi. Of course, it's rubbish. <laughs> Is it an Australian invention? Apparently, yeah. They were claiming it. Yeah. Yeah. Australia well, invented Wi-Fi. They claim a lot of things. Hmm. It's probably New Zealand. <laughs> and we just said, yeah, that's yeah, we did that. <laughs> you know, Baker Snark's going to chime in about that. Yeah, he's going to give us the facts. <laughs> fast Fourier chip. Fa- whatever that means. What's a fast Fourier chip? Fourier, Fourier, Fourier. Before you, anyway. Game the System podcast episode 60, a podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern, pinball and everything in between. It's the 19th of December 2019 and my name is Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. And how are we, gentlemen? Okay. (laughs) Good. I'm good. Okay, that's great. I'm also good. (laughs) Thanks for asking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but no, it's been busy. Um, mm-hmm. Been very, very busy. So we haven't recorded for quite a while. Isn't it supposed to like calm down at this time of year? Nah. Don't students stop studenting? Kinda. These days you have, you know, summer session, you have trimesters, you have online, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. The real thing at university is try to spend all the money before the end of the year. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's more the thing. Yeah. yeah. Because suddenly wow. pots of money appear out of nowhere and they go, ah, we need to spend all this money, otherwise it disappears. So spend it. And so people try and spend money really quickly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's and also the weird. other part of university life in, in holidays is that academics disappear mm. and that's the time when professional staff can actually do stuff. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> university quite busy at the moment. Implying that academics are not professionals. No, they're not. Fair enough. Mm, they're academic. Right. <laughs> yeah. For someone outside of the university system, I guess that must sound weird, but in the university system, we have professional staff mm. and then we have academic <clears throat> staff mm. and there's a clear demarcation. There mm. are even different pay rates, um, yeah. different pay well, classifications seems... and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, well, it used to be sense. called general staff. <coughs> oh, that's right. General staff. Maybe yeah. someone didn't but like then, that. Yeah, someone yeah. took offence to general. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure it doesn't stop the academic staff from other demeaning things. <laughs> no. The professional <laughs> staff. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's, that's university life. Mm. Yeah. Sounds fun. Mm. I mean, I do remember the days when holidays would start and things would slow down and you could sit and play, you know, video games. At work. Wow. 
many days in the week. Mm. That's not the case anymore. Sounds like something an academic staff member might do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I showed... There's a guy I was fixing his computer and I showed him how he could use the a secret Wi-Fi network to do a peer-to-peer connection to his wife's laptop so they could play Counter-Strike. <laughs> <laughs> and as I'm walking away, he's telling me, oh, you've just delayed our PhD by six months. <laughs> wow. Nice. <laughs> Were they playing Global Offensive? No, actually, Counter-Strike 1.6. <laughs> wow. Jeez. The balance of power has shifted. What department was he in? Or School of Management? Oh. Okay. Typical. Yeah. Managers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been busy. We haven't recorded for a while. It's been well over a month mm-hmm. since we last recorded. Really? Yeah. Right. I looked That's at the, the date we last posted a podcast, and I think it was like the 24th of November or something like that, but that was a delayed publication from when we actually recorded it so yeah yep. i think it's been well over a month so yeah <coughs> we're trying to remember how to do this again yeah mm. wow i didn't realize it'd been that long i've been really busy too and uh the time just gets away it sure does yeah 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 it's oh, i can hear <laughs> that now what's that tapping sound Matt's it's inside here. deeply disturbed by this tapping <coughs> sound that keeps happening. It's inside inside the mic stand. It's maybe coming from inside the mic stand. Maybe there's a Christmas beetle in there. <laughs> it's okay. Oops. Well, it's my watch. It's okay. <laughs> the show must go on. Probably yeah. an expensive watch. Yeah, it's okay. It's not... Well, I haven't looked. It's probably not scratched. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, but we can go on to some news items, mm-hmm. some things that are happening in the world. Yeah. And as I have previously stated, but readers probably didn't hear because we're talking about this before, was that I haven't run any of this past by mm. you guys. Yeah. So, is there anything about the th- Capcom Home Arcade? No, there is not. Mm. Is there anything about <laughs> the Xbox? There is. Yeah. Did you end up oh. taking that back, the Capcom Home Arcade? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, so but I have a Capcom Home Arcade. Still sound not working? Still no sound. Wow. Yeah. The 1.4 update that they promised would fix all of these errors and issues mm-hmm. uh, is continue, continually delayed. Oh, um, okay. Because they, they've been working on this 1.4 update for a while, and then I chimed in with my sound problem, mm. and they, and they asked what... TV I was using and I gave him the model number and all of that and a couple of other uh, people piled in and said yeah I've got the problem and this is my model number and so they've been trying to fix that and trying to fix that they've realised they've got some sync issue with over HDMI on certain TVs and monitors so that's sort of thrown them off a little bit and they're trying to solve that but then a much more well I suppose to a I don't know, I suppose it's a much more serious issue. Um, People posted and started talking about how their FTP server for the updates they send out is completely open and it's also storing people's Wi-Fi passwords in plain text. Mm. Jesus. Um, And said, you know, you need to fix this really quickly because 
if someone takes your domain or something like that, then suddenly everyone could brick or someone could brick every single Capcom home arcade out there, mm. yep. as well as steal people's Wi-Fi passwords. Does it automatically update when you're connected no. online? Or? No, you have to actually right. go to the menu setting and try and update. So you'd still have to... You'd still have to be connected and then go and try and do an update. Yeah. But for anyone that didn't know that something might be wrong, yeah, yeah, they might prick their system. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And then also, interestingly, I just thought of what you could do is um, set up a, the same domain on your own local network mm. and then send an update that maybe allows you to put on whatever, whatever ROMs you want. Yeah whatever emulator that's you want. what part of the thing was like if, mm. if it's ftp it's kind of like you can't tell if it's the real ftp or not mm. Mm. so yeah anyway that opens it up to all sorts of things so that has also delayed that update mm. um and i kind of came to the conclusion because you know i was weighing up whether i should take it back or keep it and I came to the conclusion if so many other people are having this sound issue and they say they're working on it, I'm just going to trust they're eventually going to fix it. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll keep it. Mm. I'll take one for the team and continue to <laughs> test yeah. this $400 piece of thing yeah. from Cock Media. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, that wasn't one of the news items. See, we're already... Mm. Going way over. Yeah. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. We're already ballooning like nobody's business. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, some new releases on the pinball front. Mm. Um, I don't know very much about this at all, but maybe you guys do, but I'm assuming you also don't know. Retro Atomic Zombie Adventure Land, I what? think it's called. What? A.K.A. Raza. No. Okay. This was a pinball machine previously designed by J-Pop and then he went oh. bankrupt and a lot of people lost all their money and then... Sounds like the name has been changed because I remember um, something like that but I don't remember mm. it being called that. Okay. I can't remember what it was called though, so... Uh, he had another one, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, there was four, I think. Yeah, and another one, yeah. There was Alice in Wonderland, Magic Girl, a zombie one yeah, and Magic Girl, something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, he went bankrupt <coughs> and everyone lost their money and there was a whole court thing and but then a company which I can't remember the name of, it's, it might be Deep Root. Anyway, yeah. they they're new to pinball. They bought out the licenses. They brought in J-Pop to be a in-house designer. Yeah. And they're finishing some of his designs and the first one is Raza, Retro Atomic Zombie right. something. Um and they showed a prototype version of this machine. Um, I have to be honest and say I haven't watched anything about it at all. Okay. Mm. What does the prototype look like? I have to say I haven't watched anything oh. about it at <laughs> all. <laughs> well, I thought you might have looked at a picture or something. I seem to recall... I, I think I did, and um, the cabinet artwork is just very generic, and it's because it's a prototype and yep. all that kind of stuff. So I was very unimpressed, and I didn't bother looking any further. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's probably not worth us talking about it if we don't know anything about it. No, probably not. No. But J-Pop, um, his games are usually pretty damn cool. Yeah, who's, who's usually J-Pop? very... J-Pop? John Popaduke. He did um, Bride of Pinbot. Oh, no, he didn't. No? No, he oh, did uh, um, Theatre of Magic. Yeah. Oh. 
uh, Circus Voltaire, Tales, Tales of the Arabian Nights. Tales of the Arabian Nights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes, you're thinking of... Um, the one that was ostracized for other reasons. <laughs> he was kind of involved in that. I think... Um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name now. The guy who died. Did he die? Yeah. Oh. Python. Python Angelo. Oh, right. Brighter Pinbot was designed by him. Yep. Um, but the guy you're thinking of, this is really good. We're all just trying to remember these <laughs> names of people. The guy who got arrested for child pornography. Yep. Who did Ghostbusters and a few other things, yep. Creature from the Black Lagoon. He came in and finished Brighter Pinbot. Right. Whilst oh. Python Angelo sort of did the theme and all okay. that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So this is Interesting. this is great speculation and <laughs> <laughs> and half chunks of information. Indeed. Yep. Speaking of half baked uh, opinions and knowledge, uh, Spooky Pinball announced Rick and Morty, mm. the pinball machine. Mm. Um, they've showed a video of that running now. People are losing their shit. Yep. Thinking it's the greatest thing that's ever been created because yeah. it's Rick and Morty. Yep. Apparently, Rick and Morty is popular. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I have yet to seen an epi- see an episode of the okay. show. It does look like something I'd enjoy, actually. Mm. But I just, I don't know, I don't watch TV. Yeah. I haven't watched stuff. It's on the Netflix. Stuff. Is it? Even Netflix, I just, for months now, I haven't watched anything on Netflix. Okay. Mm. It's just, yeah, just don't have time. It's a cool show because there's a lot of really clever stuff in it. I think I... I I haven't watched it for ages. I remember kind of feeling a bit burnt out on it. And I don't know if it was because it sort of changed over time. Mm. You know how shows sometimes do that? Yeah. Um, They generally do. But yeah, at the beginning, I was like, this show is amazing. Like, this is the show that I've been waiting for. This is the show for me. And Mm. it kind of got... on the surface, it, it has that same Family Guy feel, but it's actually a lot, I think, a lot more clever and a lot more science-oriented. Right. Because the grandfather's like this mad scientist, but mm. he's also a drunk. Mm. Um, and he's always taking his grandson, Morty, on his adventures, and that often involves, like, going to other planets or dimensions and mm. lots of science-y stuff happens. And, right. And it's like the kid is like the sensible one <laughs> hmm. so um yeah it's it's actually really good hmm. uh, and i can see how it would translate really well to a pinball machine right because of all the adventures that they go on hmm. like if you think about that in terms of modes and stuff yeah there's a lot of opportunities for thematic modes and that yeah. sort of thing yeah and from and what i know of it from reading about the pinball machine um by them hopping through dimensions i mean that that basically opens up what you can do to be infinite, really. You can yeah. just make up your own shit because, yeah. you know, if, you, if you're yeah. thinking about dimensions, there's supposedly infinite dimensions, so you can just make up whatever you want and yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So It's funny you should say that because the show plays on that idea a lot. Hmm. You know, like, you know, the idea that, you know, a lot of the traditional sci-fi shows assume that aliens are humanoid and, hmm. you know, and they go to these planets and meet really weird creatures <laughs> mm, mm. and um the idea that you know there's a universe with 
every single possibility, you know, yeah, yeah. because there's infinite universes. Yeah. So yeah. every single possibility exists, yeah. you know, and the show plays on that and it's yeah. um, pretty funny. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> it does sound like something I'd really enjoy. Yeah. So I do need to, to watch it at some watching. stage. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But in terms of the pinball machine, um, have you guys watched the video or anything? Is it any? No? No. John? Um, no? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's kind of... Right. I don't know, like, even though, yeah, like the show, I, I don't know. I think I'm one of those people, probably not great when you're on a podcast, but, like, I'll see it when I see it in front of mm, me yeah. and play it yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think so, we're all like that. I mean, I yeah. don't watch trailers for video games or anything like that. I yeah. just, when it comes out, I get it and play it and yeah. either enjoy it or don't enjoy it. I wonder if part of it has to do with the fact that I've got so many things like in front of me right now to experience. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've got so many games to play and things to do that I can, I can wait. Yeah. Cause I've got all these other exciting things to do. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's something that changes as you get older, you know, as a kid, you like, yeah, just waiting the for the thing. next thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And consuming the, the material about the next thing like mad until it arrives yeah. and you're really excited and whereas we're kind of like oh yeah it comes out i'll pre-order it it arrives when it arrives <coughs> yeah i get it it's not that great whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's fair i did watch the video though and um yeah it, it looked like a spooky pinball game mm-hmm. to me i just Spooky pinball games are okay. I just there's a certain feel to spooky pinball games that I don't like. Yeah. It 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 you don't I feel like you don't get the um the physical feedback of the ball rolling mm. on the play field. It feels okay. too smooth. It feels like it's almost like it's plastic or something. Mm. I don't know. It feels like there's a barrier between what you're experiencing in the machine mm. um, as compared to, say, a Stern machine or a yep. JJP machine. Yep. I don't know. I can't really articulate what that is, yep. but it just doesn't feel right to me. And that's every spooky pinball machine I've played. Mm. Yeah, They feel weird. I can definitely say that they feel different. Like, I think they definitely feel different hmm. and it's really really hard to think of to, to put my finger on why hmm. you know or explain what it is mm-hmm. it definitely feels different just like jjp machines feel different yeah they I do suppose yeah um yeah and i don't know what it is but yeah spooky i would almost describe it as i'm trying to think of a way to describe it that's not like really negative because it's Mm. not necessarily negative Mm. but i feel like there's the word that springs to my mind is amateur but i don't mean that in a bad way yeah yeah well i feel like it's there's a more of a simplicity to everything in it it's there's less maybe indie is a better word yeah to describe it as less of like i feel like it's less precision maybe involved in all of the um, fabrication. Mm. I don't know. Because, I don't know, that's something that... I don't think that that's necessarily true, but when you play the game, yeah, it's almost like the flippers feel chunkier. And yeah, yeah, I I feel like I'm not as connected with the machine. Mm. But I wonder if that could just be 
because we have been playing stern games yeah, that's right. for the last 10 years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, and then I think JJPs are so different that it's almost like the uncanny valley thing where um spookies are like similar to sterns but it's not quite the same mm. whereas jjps are like so different that your brain is like separating it anyway yeah i don't know yeah yeah again i mean i yeah it's hard to articulate but it just has a certain feel <clears throat> some people i think really like that feel yeah um i know a number of people who buy all the spooky machines because they think they're fantastic yeah um and i think there's absolutely a certain um desirability to have that sort of indie yeah game you know because yeah. it's this small company yeah. making these games well i can definitely see how like the the licenses that they've chosen like mm. the rob zombie and alice cooper mm. if you're into that style of music or well, they're quite different but um you know there's a lot of similarities too then it definitely would appeal to a certain type of person yeah i mean i i would love to I actually haven't even played Alice Cooper, but I did play Rob Mm. Zombie and Mm. yeah, I didn't feel like I liked the game that much, but the music is really cool. I I really like the music. Yeah. Yeah. The animations and call outs and stuff in Rob Zombie are really cool. Yeah. I feel like that's something that Stern would never do. They would always stick to more mainstream stuff. Mm. Um, Like I think something like Iron Maiden is as far from the mainstream as they're going to get. Hmm. And I would consider that mainstream. Mm. Yeah. Elvira dips into some interesting stuff, though. Yeah, but there's a legacy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, some of those, I guess we should save it when we talk about Elvira, but some of those movies, oh, my oh, God. Oh, they're like hilarious. The Head That Never Dies. Yep. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Just watching it going, what am I watching? <laughs> Yeah, no, there's... Yeah, we'll save the Elvira talk for yeah. later because I think there's a fair bit to talk about there. Um, the next one, and maybe I should check the web, the interwebs, to mm. see if there's any update because Stranger Things is, is apparently a very, very strong rumour to be announced at any second by Stern. Don't really? Any agree. second. I thought this was fake. No, well... Maybe the rumor's <laughs> fake, but everyone seems to believe it. And apparently the machines have already shipped to distributors. They're just waiting for the announcement. The hell? Huh. Yeah. Are they waiting for something else happening at the same time? or uh, I don't a new series really know, but I'm just checking the pin side thread now just to make sure there's no new updates and something's been actually announced. Um, <laughs> no, nothing just yet. But yeah, it's very, very strong rumours um, that it's imminently in be going to be announced. Um, they say either, yeah, I think the last thing I read was either on the 23rd or at CES. Oh. I don't know when CES is. I think it's, it's early, early January. January. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Stranger Things is a pretty damn cool theme. Mm. I'm a fan of Stranger Things. Yeah, definitely. Not a fan enough to buy a pinball machine, but mm. I think it's a very strong theme. Actually, I've watched, I think, I watched like halfway through season three and then stopped. Huh. Okay. Why is that? 
Um, I think just things happen. Things were happening that stopped me from watching it. <clears throat> and then I wasn't interested enough to go back and watch it again. Hmm. Um, was it season three or season two? Hmm. I can't remember. It might have been season two even. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I started only started watching it like, I don't know, six months ago. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hmm. From the beginning. So, because people kept saying to me, oh, you should watch that. Yeah. You know, oh, you're into old... You should watch Stranger Things. Like, um, okay. (laughs) Season two had the arcade. Yeah. When they went into the arcade. Yeah. 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 And they meet the other girl that's good at playing games. Yeah. 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 Hmm. No, I think it's a great show. And um, the the, the rumors are that... The layouts by Brian Eddy, code by Lonnie and Mike, whatever that means. Artwork based on Netflix illustration style, a fan layout, um, similar to Medieval Madness and AFM, Attack from Mars, okay. AFM. Interesting. Uh, Demogorgon head bash toy up the center with drop targets in front. In front? Interesting. Yeah. Projector under the apron that transforms, in quotes... Uh, playfield objects, so ramps, stand-ups, drops, and other elements on the playfield change based on the location in the mode you're playing. Huh. Um, what else? Half a dozen multi-ball mode modes, three staging areas to hold the ball, 40-plus modes, blah, 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 blah. 40-plus modes. It's a lot of modes. Yeah, but again, these are just rumours and speculation, but huh. they're pretty strong hmm. rumours. But, yeah, no actual announcement just yet. But perhaps soon. Mm. Very, very soon. Probably so, by the time or before this podcast comes out and everyone's going, yeah, we already know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, some world records. So, Martin. We all know Martin. Yeah. He's a... Well, I'd like to call him a friend, but it's not like we've hung out a lot, but mm. we've hung out here and there. Uh-huh. We played in the Battle of Arcades with him at 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Tane Taylor, he has claimed the world record on Metal Slug 2. Yep. It's 2, right? Very, mm. um, yes. Yeah. And like, what's the best way to describe this? He blew it away and was very much capable of beating it probably for a long time. Hmm. Um, although I did talk to him about it and he said, because he played, previously played a lot of Metal Slug 3. Right. And he said he hadn't played a lot of 2. And I think he saw that the record wasn't that high or something like that. Hmm. Something triggered him to think, oh, maybe I could go for the record. Yeah. And so he started to learn it. So yep. I think he had the skills from playing other Metal Slug games and then... Um, went and did a bunch of practice and in a few months time kind of was at a level where he could easily beat the mm. record so the record was like you probably might have it in your notes but it was two point something I thought it was three point something wasn't he going for four million he was yeah but I'm pretty he sure he didn't quite make the four million yeah, yeah. I, I in his recorded I think run. I heard the record was only like two point seven yeah it is yeah right yeah he destroyed that yeah yeah and he was going for... He was trying to get to 4 million, which yep. he had done yep. in practice runs um, on the day. Yeah. 
but they unfortunately didn't record those. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. in his actual attempts, didn't quite make it, but... Um, but either way, he destroyed well, that Well enough record. to beat the record, yeah. yeah. So that's really exciting because, um, yeah, I know Martin's been working hard on that and um, yeah. 1989 put on a little event and advertised it for people to come around to 1989 Arcade Bar and um, cheer him on yep. and they did it live. And so he got that score, he submitted it to Twin Galaxies and it's already been accepted. Yep. So he's the world record holder on Metal Slug 2. Yep. That's yep. pretty cool. Does he have the three record or...? No, that's his first ever submission. Huh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. So that might be his next thing. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what the record is on three. Hmm. Um, and then we also have Stephen Holmes over in uh, Brisbane at the One Up Arcade. He got the Raiden 2 world record. Wow. Yeah. Um, now, to be honest, the Raiden 2 world record on Twin Galaxies was pretty rubbish. But the score that Stephen Holmes put up was bloody good. Yep. Really, really good. So for whatever reason, people weren't competing on Raiden 2 on Twin Galaxies. But now that Stephen Holmes has put up a, a really good score, maybe that'll entice some competition to come out of the woodwork. Mm. Which yeah. is strange because Raiden 2 is one of the best shoot 'em ups yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the second be best already in my pretty opinion. competitive. Mm. Yeah, it's really weird that the whole twin galaxies thing like there's so many games i mean you can submit almost any game Mm. and anyone could have a world record if Mm. the game was obscure enough or if for some reason people don't decide to be competitive with that game yeah and then you've got different versions so Mm. i mean with arcade obviously it's just arcade but then you have like different ports or with console games, you know, mm. like with the Mega Drive, it's 60 hertz and 50 hertz and they're different categories. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know. It seems not that competitive to be able to have a world record on obscure things. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, does that encourage competition? I think it's there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. If it was if it was marketed or pushed or promoted in such a way, a lot of money behind it, I think the world of world records um in high scoring could be just as big as speedrunning. Yeah. But speedrunning has taken off as the sort of if you pardon the pun, taken off. See yeah. what I did there. Uh has taken off as the sort of um, popular way to compete in video games now. Yeah. Um, besides the obvious things like you know fighting game tournaments yeah. and stuff like that, but yeah. Um, and speedrunning is a lot of it, it's entertaining to watch, so yeah. you can understand that. Whereas high scoring can be really boring. Yeah. You know. Well, someone, I suppose since like um, a lot of games became more progression focused rather than scoring focused, mm. a lot of those games you can't compete score wise yeah um you know like things like like playstation era crash bandicoot mm. i don't think there's any scores in that mm. but you can speed run and dark almost souls anything. and stuff like that yeah yeah yep. yes um but yeah raiden 2 world record that's awesome raiden 2 is probably my second favorite shoot 'em up of all time okay hmm 
What's I'll your favourite? Oh. Hmm? <laughs> I was just going to leave that hanging. Um, R-Type is my favourite of all uh, time. Yeah. Okay. And lastly for world records, we have uh, Pete Hahn, the ridiculous, amazing player from the USA, got, a world, uh, got the new world record on Black Tiger. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know Black Tiger very well. It's a Capcom game, platform okay. sort of... Is it CPS1? No, I think it's before that. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, it's definitely before that. Okay. Um, Black Tiger is a great, a great game, but it's a very tough game as well. Um, but yeah, he took the world record on that, so that's awesome. Cool. Yes. Uh, in other news, mm-hmm. BPAC... Yes. Yeah. 2020. Yes. It's been announced. Yes. Dates <laughs> have been put out there. Yes. Um, which is very exciting because yeah. last year it was, I, I think, the best thing to go to. And I was really, really keen and waiting for the announcement for the next one because I'm going to put it in my calendar and I'm not going to miss it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's been announced. Uh, Brisbane Pinball and Arcade collective showcase 2020 i still think they should really pick a better name yeah july 31st to august 9th so it's going to be another week-long event i guess it's too late to change the name now the name's the name now yeah yeah Yeah. it is what it is um it's i think it's just over a week actually it's what's the two weekends yeah the same starts friday thursday uh the, the date on the thing says Friday, but I didn't see an event on Friday. But they might add something. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because so, the first thing would be the Kong Off 4. Yeah, so Australian Kong Off 4 mm. is August 1st and 2nd. Yeah. Then Classics Target Match Play and Flip Frenzy is August 1st as well. Queensland Women's Pinball Championships, August 7th. Brisbane Pinball Masters, August 5th and 9th. Australian Arcade Championships 2, mm. the second one. That's why it's two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, August 8th and 9th. And the full schedule, because there's going to be a shitload more stuff going on, uh, will be announced on February 1st. Tickets on sale March 1st. It's no longer at the Echo Showgrounds because apparently they weren't welcome back because hmm. yeah. they used too much electricity. Hmm. So we hear. Yeah. Rumours, yeah. It was, um, it was a weird... It was a weird situation, like... Mm. I don't know about you guys, but I can say that it felt out of place to me. Mm. I didn't feel like many of the people that went to BPAC were interested in anything else at the Yekka. Yeah. And I don't think anyone at the Yekka was interested in us. Yeah. And we had, I think they had a few people walking through, but it was kind of just like, oh, there's games here. Mm. Okay. Mm. You know. Yeah. I also think it wasn't particularly a welcoming area for just random people to walk in because there were so often competitions happening that there were closed off areas and people getting upset if certain people walked into certain areas and so i yeah i just don't think it was a good mix and also just yeah you really have to keep the public away from the comps Mm. especially pinball comps Mm. and just having to walk through the throngs of people to get to the arcade staff and I got uh, <laughs> I got told off for taking my beer out of the beer garden area. Ah, right. I well, didn't know. Typical. Really? I went to the bathroom 
and it was outside. You went to the bathroom with a beer. Yeah, well, what was I going to do? There was no one around that could hold it for me. You got two hands, so, you know, that's all you need. <laughs> Actually, I just put it on the sink and I went right. into the store. Uh-huh. And then... That's safe. No one's, no one's going to touch it. No. You won't get any pills then, dropped in that can at uh, all. Then I was walking back in and she's like, there's this security person. She's like, what you got there? And I'm like, a drink? And she's like, what <laughs> drink is it? And I showed her it was a furphy. She's like, you're not supposed to take that out. And she got like really grumpy. And I'm like, cool. Sorry, I didn't know. Hmm. <laughs> then you just walk back in. Yeah. Yeah. I think she yeah. thought I was very belligerent and... Hmm. Is that the word? Is that a word? Belligerent. It, that's a word. And uh, irresponsible. Right. Like as if I don't know. It was like as if I'd given beer to a kid or something, or like hmm. that's how full on she was about it. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's happening. Um, Brisbane Pinball and Arcade Showcase Collective 2020 thing. Stuff not at the Echo, not at the Echo. It's at the Newstead Brewing Co. Yep, wherever that is. Hmm. Matt apparently knows where that is. I looked on the map. It's in Brisbane. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, (laughs) good information. Um, Don't have to buy Echo tickets to get in there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. we don't have to smell horse shit. Yeah, throughout the week, don't have to like wait while the Governor General's. Oh, yeah, it does has two up. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Like the road and all the cars and horses and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. yeah. I was going to say, we don't have to, like, hope that there's no parade yep. in the way of us mm. getting to where we That happened go. quite a few times. I guess it's the same thing. And we are sounding pretty negative, but, I mean, the event was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it's back at the Echo, we'd all still go anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's not required. It's I think not part of the... It's not the reason we're yeah. going. Honestly, I think it is a demographic mismatch. Mm, yes. Yeah. You know, for us, um, for people that are interested in retro arcades and pinball, there's no crossover with like a Easter show, like an agricultural show. Mm. Like how do those things go together? Yeah. yeah. And for cross-promotional purposes, there might be some positivity there mm. and obviously that's why they would do it and like i'm i'm not saying they shouldn't have done it i think of course you would do it you mm. know you would want to be part of yeah, a it's big a fantastic show. opportunity yeah expose but, those games to yeah. thousands of people yeah absolutely yeah. but yeah i think our negative feelings about it is basically that you know that we're yeah. not interested in I, I don't go to the easter show in sydney mm. so it's not my thing mm. um yeah. Though having infinite dagwood dogs available is pretty good. <laughs> I think I did have one because I was like, yeah, i got to try one. Yeah, you got to. Who knows what's in them, but yeah. they taste great. Well, Ben knows. Actually, Ben knows. He knows. I remember him asking them what was in <laughs> yeah, it. That's right. And they... <laughs> oh. Which Ben first? Ben Benassi. Because yeah, he, okay. he's trying to avoid the pork. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to avoid pork in those things. But I think the answer was a bit vague as well. Yeah, Mm. now that I think about it, it was actually that they didn't really know. And so he just had had to avoid it because he couldn't get a straight answer. Nah. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way you're getting one of those things without pork in it. Yeah. And, you know, pork could mean a bit of a toe or, Mm. you know, (laughs) some hair. I mean, who knows? (laughs) 
Ah, no one wants to know how the sausage is made. So anyway, yeah, that's happening. Um, and I will, and already have, put it in my schedule. Yeah. So I am going for the entire week. I I'm feel not like gonna miss it. It's now like almost not a reunion, but it's like a coming together of all the the enthusiasts. Yeah. 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 Arcade, pinball, <clears throat> console. Yeah. Um, I think if I go retro again, gamers, modern gamers, I definitely want to play in the arcade yeah. championship. Yeah. Because that looked like a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. It was. It was really good. Um, and with Australian Kong off being first weekend and then Australian Arcade Championships being the second weekend, that locks me in for the in- entire week because I have to go to both because yeah. they're both awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be great. Um, what else do I have? I have one more thing. Just one more thing. Yeah. The Xbox Series X. As retro gamers, maybe we're not so excited about this, but I thought I'd just mention it because, you know, Is this it's the a one new console. Without, without a disk drive? I no, don't know. No, this one has a disk drive. <laughs> oh. It looks like... Looks like a it, can. Oh, wow. It looks like my PC, but I've got a funny PC. It's like right. this... A hilarious PC. Box. <laughs> An X? Yeah. Box? I guess so, yeah. Mm. It's like this, it's a tower. Like, like the original Xbox developer <laughs> kit. What did that look like? Wasn't that an X? Box? Oh, was it? I think so. I don't know. I might be mm. misremembering, but... Mm. <coughs> now, it looks like a... looks like a vase. If a vase <laughs> had uh, holes in it and was square or cube-shaped. <laughs> what? So, is it... Had no curves. Is it like glass? No. No, not it's black. metal. Or it, uh, metal. Yeah. It's probably not metal. It's a metal vase. Mm. It's losing all of its vase-like qualities as we go along. It looks like a tall cheese grater. Black cheese <laughs> grater. There you go. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. <clears throat> Does it? Because oh, it doesn't okay. look like it conforms to the usual oh, yeah. the home dimensions theater, of the console. The, it, where does it fit in your home theater system? I don't is, think it does. Thing, yeah, all right. So. Mm. That seems you've like had a problem. Consoles before, like the 360, you could stand up and mm. all, you know, yeah. PlayStation's eight, but you know you can lie them down. And this mm. one, you lie it down, actually, still it's going to be pretty big, tall. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That does sound like a problem. It's a yeah. It's a strange choice. Mm. Also, the name is a strange choice. Okay, so Xbox is, Series X. No, 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 no. This is the thing I was going to bring up. Uh huh. So apparently, they clarified this later. Right. Which is good. And th- this generation of Xboxes mm-hmm. is going to be called Xbox. Wait, what? what? Okay. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> so, we've had the Xbox. Yep. The Xbox 360. Yep. The Xbox One. One. Yep. And now it's Xbox. No, no, no. There was Xbox, Xbox, Xbox 360, 360, Xbox One. One. Xbox One X. No, 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 no. no. That's an Xbox One. So yeah, yeah, but it's an Xbox One X. Right, right, right. But it's then you could powerful. have said there was the Xbox 360S and the Xbox 360E. But right? they were similar spec, weren't they? they? They're exactly the same. Well, well, there you go. The Xbox One X I can't, you saying. is no, like I, the PS4 Pro. I don't count that. It's the, same, it's the same like generation. Anyway, that's what they're trying <laughs> to get at. At this one, the Series X is uh-huh. one of those for the next generation. Wait, what? So it's so an why Xbox it says One. Xbox Series S. X. Yeah. X? What was it? X. X. 
<laughs> John's <laughs> yawning into the microphone. <laughs> All these exes are just... The reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's just hilarious how they can <coughs> possibly get the names more confusing because they yeah. couldn't just be Xbox and then two and then three and then four. Yeah. They've set the precedent. It's, it's it could be 360 Xbox One. And then one, which is like Xbox one. two. And now it's nothing again like the original one. Like you couldn't yeah. say one I again. I think I know what they're doing. I think they're actually trying to appeal to the elitist. Hmm. To people who understand it because they're so involved. <laughs> right. But then talk to people who don't understand it and then that makes them feel better like yeah, about themselves. They, they look really confused and they go, you're just a moron. You're not a gamer. You're not an elite. <laughs> you don't know what this is. You're not so. an elite Xbox One S A X person <laughs> like Sax. I am. Yeah. Xbox Sax Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. True though. Like, who the hell's in charge of naming this shit? Like, hmm. how could it be any more ridiculous <laughs> and confusing? Yeah. Like, it was already. We already have to come up with a casual naming convention for. The consoles because no one understands what is what. Mm-hmm. That's you know, yeah. There's going to be a lot of confused I parents have to say out there. Xbox original every time I'm talking about the original now because mm-hmm. no one knows what I'm Xbox talking about. One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like now it seems like they deliberately. It seems deliberate, but yeah. Why would you call it Xbox One? It makes no <laughs> fucking sense. And now they're calling it Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Xbox Zero. Yeah, I don't know. So I still don't understand. Series X. (laughs) The only thing they could do worse, sorry, is if they called it Xbox Original. (laughs) That would be good. (laughs) Yeah, Xbox Original X. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, so that's the old one. No, that's the new one. What? (laughs) Xbox Original X came out in 2020. (laughs) Don't you know, Mum? Jeez, you're stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. Adults. <laughs> so the series X. So this okay, is the first we, of yeah, a yeah. series, but why would it be X in the series? Why wouldn't it be it, it's A? It's the top line one. This is the one with the DVD Blu-ray drive in it. Oh. And, it, and maybe it's the top of the line one. It's I don't know. only did the, that 20 years ago. So what would the next one be? A- S? Xbox Series S? Series X S S. I don't know. I just assume it's going to be S. <laughs> so it could be. It could be Y S. Standard. Isn't that like the? Could be. It's small. That's like the Japanese um, grading system. Like what? S is like top grade. Oh, what's X then? Oh, good point. Hmm. Yeah. It can't yeah. be defined. Yeah, it's we don't like generation X. <laughs> pick no one knows. But they've used S's before, and X's, mm. and. If, if you thought so, the X factor was good, wait till you get the S factor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a mess. The console looks rubbish as well. <laughs> just, looks good. just saying. It, just, it looks like my PC. I'd be pretty happy with it. It just doesn't okay. won't fit under my TV. Hmm. I might fit on my TV. Do you have an hmm. Xbox, whatever the newest one is? No, I've got 360. Okay. Yeah, that's an that's old one. That's the newest one I've got. Oh. I've got a 1X. Right. We yeah. know you have it, but you don't touch it. Rarely. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and again. Which console do you have MK11 on? PS4. Okay. Mm. I don't have a PS4 Pro. Right. Just the original PS4. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And funnily enough, Sony's next console is the PS5. <laughs> yeah, they, they get it. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> kind of weird? Should it be the PSX? No, that'd be bad because... 
They have oh. a PSX. Yeah, yeah. Is it Maybe l- should they have a PS Series X? Is it at least Roman numeral five? Uh, <laughs> PS10. Xbox PSV. Series 10. PSV. Yeah. Well, they already have PSV. That'd be a good name. PSV. PSV. Mm. No. Mm. PSVX. Just, just, just your five. Mm. Just don't, don't mess <laughs> yeah. it up at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five. Pro. Right. Mm. Yeah. I'm used right. to thinking of Pro as being a bad thing because of stern pinball machines. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's the lowest model. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. It's another naming convention that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's professional and it's generic. Shit. Hmm. Anyway, that's mm. the news that I have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. we had some conversation out of that after all. A lot yeah. of it was speculation about stuff we don't know about, but... <laughs> That's fine. That's what we do. <laughs> I haven't been watching the chat, so there's probably a heap of people talking and yelling at us. Maybe. Evan oh. says, Black Tiger equals same gen hardware as Ghosts and Goblins. There you go. So ah. it's before the CPS right. stuff. Uh, Baker Snark MDW still complaining about the sound. <laughs> uh, Evan won't miss that howling wind at the echo. And oh, yeah. he actually had a wind-burnt face after those two <laughs> days. I remember having chapped lips. Hmm. Yep. The old chapped lips. It's the only time I've ever had chapped lips. It was the first time and the last time. You sure for, it wasn't because you put your beer can in the toilet and then <laughs> came back and kept drinking? It's actually just some kind of infection. <laughs> some Someone home, just wiped their knob on the, on the can. And <laughs> yeah, no, it was an uh, interesting experience. Thanks, Eka. I got to experience chap lips. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Nick Pro, though, is saying the sound is not great. Oh. So it's not just Baker Snark MDW. See, oh. we don't listen to Baker Snark MDW <laughs> complaining because he complains all the time. <laughs> wow. It's like the... What's... Is the wolf that cried... It's the sheep. sheep that... No. The boy who cried wolf? Yeah. Oh, the no boy one, no who one, no cried one. wolf. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I got sheep from. It's extremely sexist. Is it? The person who defiant, who cried wolf. Is it sexist? No, I'm just being sexist. to give a gender to, gender to the person <laughs> in the story. But, you know. uh, anyway. Um, yeah, the sound is not great. I'm holding my thumb down on the button. Well, it doesn't seem to be working. No one's appreciating your effort. Yeah. <laughs> They're just shitting on you anyway. Well, I'm used to that. Yeah, true. Can, we, can I get a drink? You can get a drink. Okay. I'm that means you have to let go of the thing. Yeah. And, uh, and your phone. Yes. <clears throat> oh, sweet relief. <laughs> Actually, I switched thumbs halfway through. Right. It's the holidays. It right? is. Almost. Yep. We're almost there. Uh, but, you know, Christmas just around the corner. Mm. What is it, a week away? Uh, less. Uh, less. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Holy crap. It's yeah, the 19th today. Mm. And, um, that's scary to think yeah. about. 
Wow. Have you done all your Christmas shopping, Matt? Uh, no. No? no. I, we haven't even started. You haven't when started? When I say we, I mean my wife and I. Really? Not, not Matt and I. <laughs> 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 that actually reminds me of a funny thing at PAX. Um, I was walking around and uh, Ragda came up to me. You know, yeah. um, Matt's, not you, Matt. Yeah. The other Matt's wife. Uh, she One said to me... of the tired parents. Yeah. And she said to me... Oh, where's your significant other? And I said, oh, he's around here somewhere. He went off to play something. And she said, oh, it's really funny that you immediately thought of Matt as opposed to Fiona. Because I was actually asking about Fiona. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. But no, um, we haven't even started used to be shopping. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Being replaced. Yeah, it's yeah, it's scary that Christmas is next week. Yeah. And you've done no... You're crazy. Yeah, when I are mean, you going to do that? I guess you do live in the city, so it's not so yeah, bad. Mm. You don't have to worry about trying to find a park somewhere mm. in the Christmas bonanza. Mm. Did your family... Do you guys do Kris Kringles in your family? No. Secret Santas? So no. you're buying presents for all your family? No. You don't buy presents for anyone? <laughs> oh, wow, that's really good. Does yeah. anyone buy presents for anyone? No, not really. That, oh really? That's yeah, no, it's a mutual. That's a fantastic yeah. arrangement. I mean, the, the kids maybe, but the yeah. kids, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Mm. Are there many kids? <laughs> there, I mean, so there's there's six in the next generation below me now. So oh really? Six, oh, is that yeah. all? So are you okay. going to buy six presents? No. Oh no, whatever. <laughs> you're, you're a shitty uncle. <laughs> Everyone hates him. <laughs> Going to the Christmas thing, yay! Christmas, we get lots of presents. I mean, most of them are. Oh, we're going to see Uncle Matt. <laughs> only, only one of them is is like present age, as I, you know, I would put it. And oh, as in and present older. age. What yeah. does that mean? Like you know, un- the, age, the ages 16. of like five to ten is is probably pretty good. Well, one, oh. well, born to ten probably. Is, hmm. I'm going to give presents to like a three year old. I think yeah. you'll be books, upset, don't you? Things that they can does touch it? and feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Touchy yeah. feely yeah, books. Parents can do yeah. that. Yeah. Don't need me to give them more crap. They're not going to use. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. No, enough. I agree. Yeah. That's fair enough. We I think that's great <laughs> if you can come to that arrangement with your family. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, you're always just receiving stuff you don't even want anyway. But that's, so. I think, the reason why Secret Santa thing works really well too. Because you can, instead of buying like five twenty dollar presents, you can buy one hundred dollar present, mm. and then at least mm. that person gets something significant that they might actually want yeah um yeah i can see that i mean we don't i think we only have in my family a 50 dollar limit but it's up to the family i guess how much they want to spend but Mm. um it's definitely and it takes all the stress out of uh yeah i remember before it was just like madhouse going around trying to buy like five or six presents yeah it's just so hard yeah and uh, we always leave our present buying for the day before. So, what does your family do, Mark? Uh, we usually... What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember every year. We usually buy something for the kids. I think if you did a Secret Santa, you would know by now. Oh, no, it's definitely not that. Yeah. Yeah, we usually buy something for the kids. Mm. Um, and then for the adults, it's like just bits of food. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolates and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, and I guess when you become an adult, like it's really, 
the presents don't really matter anymore. No. If you want something, you can just go and get it yourself. So yeah. why would you yeah. wait yeah. for Christmas? It's not like you. <laughs> your sister or something like that is going to give you a present where you're like, oh my fucking God, I've always <laughs> wanted one of these. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that's less than a week away. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. Um, but in more positive news, mm-hmm. we're talking about how shitty <laughs> present <laughs> buying and stuff is. <clears throat> I'm curious, before we go any, yeah. any further, yep. you did say you had to buy some presents though, Matt. Did I? Well, you kind of... It was implied by... I mean... Do you not? Are you not buying any presents? <laughs> no. Th- okay. Yeah, it would be like one or two. Oh. Yeah. Wait, intriguing. hang on. Who are the presents for? <laughs> <laughs> is this... Is this might reveal information he doesn't want to divulge. Right, okay. Mm. That's what I thought. It might yeah. Be. Yeah. Mm. And by doing that, you've revealed... The answer that you're looking for anyway. We can cut it out. I didn't say anything. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Interesting. Well, still very much a mystery, but um, anyway. Yeah. Could be his mum. Could be. Yeah. I'd buy my... Wait, no, I haven't bought my mum a present. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so on positive news, let's talk about uh, things that are good that we... Sometimes receive in the holidays. Yep. And we're a gaming like podcast. Days off from work. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's that's games. the gift. The the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. Yeah. Time <laughs> to do other things. And yet, it's also the cause of all of our demise. <laughs> that's right. <Yeah>. Fritters away. <laughs> um, we're still feel being my very skin negative. withering right now. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, um, why don't we talk about some of the the happy memories mm. that we might have of uh, gaming and in the holiday seasons. It could be last year. It could be 40 years ago mm-hmm. if you're that old. Um, Do they? Oh, okay. Just happy memories? Well, they could be bad memories, okay. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That time when, you know, someone shoved an Atari joystick in your eye because you beat them at River Raid. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Bound to have happened to Matt. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely beat someone at River Raid. He's beaten a lot of people. Mm, mm. At River Raid. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, do we have any particular stories about Christmas, New Year's, um, receiving a... A video game or console or computer that we've always wanted. We have the um, the the meme of the Nintendo sixty four kid opening his present, going ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think anything I ever received went to that level. No. Um, but you know, some people are strange mm, and yeah. enjoy receiving Nintendo sixty fours. So yeah, anything that anyone wants to start off with. Do you want to go first or? <laughs> I can go first huh? if you want. Okay. I'll, I'll, I can go and give you a break from talking. Okay. That's mm. an even better idea. Yeah. Um, I think my best story is um, when I was very young. And I don't know if it's interesting you say like a computer you've always wanted. I don't know if we actually... Computer or console I don't think I was even or... aware of... I don't know if I was even aware of video games or... I think I was. I think 
I'd played a computer that a friend of a friend had or something. Um, but it was very early in like my discovery of video games hmm. and we were given uh, a Master System 2 for Christmas, me and my brother. Right. Um, and <clears throat> I think I've told the story before on the podcast because it tends to be something we talk about when we talk about like first games and first systems because it was yep. my first system. Um, but yeah, Master System 2 and we had that game Grand Prix which is the F1 game. Oh, and I always yeah, remember with that really bad cover art. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, very basic, like a lot of Master System games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, isn't it? It's literally just a flag. Yeah. It's yeah. just some checkered flags. <laughs> yeah. 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 With a checkered background. And yeah. it's so funny because, yeah, like that is like, I mean, you could even just call it flat out lazy. But yeah. I... Just flat out bad. At the time, like uh, so much nostalgia for that. Hmm. cover now and i have a copy and it cost me like five bucks because it's there's shit loads of copies out there yeah 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 um but yeah you could make your own tracks and that was like really exciting you could make your own tracks yeah revolutionary yeah wow i did not know that you can yeah but it's like i mean it's like any of those master system games where it just you know the track leads off left or right Hmm. and it can be there was different levels of how tight the turns were. So it was mm-hmm. very, very simple. Mm. But it was pretty cool that you could make your own track. So this is top-down game? Um, it's like outrun view, like behind the okay. car. Right. And you're basically just driving and trying to avoid the other cars. Right. And you have to gear up and gear down. Like you gear down to go around the corners to slow mm. down for the corners. Because mm-hmm. um, you can hit signs and blow up and... Mm. Sort of like pole position then. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, okay. a lot like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably one of the closest comparisons. But yeah, the the story is funny because apparently my parents bought this console and I think it was their first real experience with video games themselves at home, like their own video games. Hmm. And apparently they enjoyed it so much that on christmas eve after we went to bed they unwrapped it plugged it in played it all night and then before they went to bed wrapped it back up so that me and my brother (laughs) could open it in the morning nice (laughs) wow yeah (laughs) it's a pretty funny story enjoy your brand new console kids (laughs) (laughs) but but i mean i think it's awesome because they like games you know Mm. and particularly my dad you know he's got a ps4 pro and i only have my PlayStation 4 because it's a hand-me-down because he got a pro. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he he really loves games, particularly racing games. Mm. Um, and that's that's really awesome. So, yeah, yeah we always cool. had stuff. We always had games. And, but, yeah, that that's a um, specifically a Christmas um, thing. I think we got the Mega Drive at Christmas time as well. My uncle, uh, great... It would have been... It's actually my dad's uncle from Italy. He came over and I remember he... In the kitchen of my grandparents' place, he just pulled out a $100 note and gives it to my brother. And hmm. they were just like, no! <laughs> took it away straight away. Cool. And then my dad was like, how about we put it towards the Mega Drive? And I think that came at Christmas time as well. Yeah, right. Um, but I don't specifically remember unwrapping it or anything. Right. Yeah. Hmm. 
So, yeah. Yeah, cool. That's my... The old Master System, eh? Yeah. <clears throat> Master System 2. Lots of Alex Kidd and... Yeah, Grand Prix. I don't really specifically remember much else except for, like, R-Type. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we hired a lot of games. Mm. But, um, yeah, they're, like, the main three games I remember playing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah that's and cool. maybe Battle Outrun as well. Battle Outrun? Yeah. Oh, did that come with the gun? No, Battle Outrun no. is, like, Chase HQ. Right. Yeah. It's like outrun version of you're Chase smashing HQ. into people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm. Well, I might go next then. Okay. Seeing as Matt's so keen to hold off. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so I think my most fondest memory of um, receiving a gift. Actually, there's two of them. One's modern. One's old. Uh, and it would have been uh, the day, which was Christmas Day, that I got my Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the popular story of just dying to have a Commodore 64 and finally getting one. But it was kind of an interesting journey where uh, I had a, a few friends that had a Commodore 64 and I didn't have one at the time, obviously. And so I would just hang out at their places just mm-hmm. so often and I just must have been so annoying I, th- I think I've talked about this on the podcast <laughs> as well just being that annoying oh, kid yeah. that would never go home <laughs> yeah and, I've uh, been in that situation too <laughs> it's so awkward you know and it's a nice family and they're like mm. well you want to have dinner yeah that and would happen all the time and it feels so weird because the dinner is something that's different to what you normally eat yeah. yep and like yeah yeah yeah, and I just I know they were just wanting me to go home, mm. but you know they do the nice thing. They'd invite me to have dinner. Yeah, I'd reluctantly join them for yeah. dinner because you, you know it you, meant staying longer, so yeah. I can finish dinner and go yeah. and play more games. You're willing to go through all the awkward social stuff mm-hmm. just to get to the games. Yep, yep, <laughs> and leaving the games you know playing maybe paused or something while you're eating dinner and the parents saying oh it's a little bit loud maybe we should turn (laughs) it down um but no so yeah i was that annoying kid and um yeah just absolutely love the commodore 64 and the games you could get for it um and then i don't know really the journey to convincing my parents to actually get me one but Eventually, they did decide to get me one, um, and they they bought it from this Grace Brothers place, um, which was close to my home, with a disk drive and all this kind of stuff. And the disk drive was super expensive. It was a ridiculous amount of money. Um, but I remember, you know, it was there, it was under the tree. I couldn't sleep the night beforehand just knowing <laughs> I was going to have my very own Commodore 64 finally <laughs> um, and just dying to get into it and then finally when people started getting up and you know I was already awake mm. and just tearing off all the paper and opening it up and then you know taking god knows how long to set it up and you mm-hmm. know, tune it into the TV because <laughs> um, you know you go to friends places and you just turn it on and it's working mm-hmm. but when you buy a new one you have to get your TV tuned in to the mm. channel and all that kind of stuff mm. um, I yeah. guess that, that was one advantage of having your parents open it and play it the night before <laughs> ah there you go see <laughs> yep yep 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, got it all set up. And the thing that I really, really loved about it was that it wasn't just a gift that, you know, was for me and solely for me. And, and you know, I just play games on it. The whole family um, really loved it. Mm. And so we had this really crappy uh, ECP, which was a budget label bundle pack of Commodore 64 games. They're basically games that were made in um, shoot 'em up construction kit mm. and then sold afterwards. So really basic sort of games. Um, and I think there was probably five or six of them in that bundle. And they were all pretty rubbish. But because they were the games that we had with the system that came with the system because, you know, I think my dad spent so much on the disk drive we had no money to buy games. Mm. Um, the whole family just sat and played that just all day. Mm. And, yeah, it was a, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, there was a game called uh, Alien and Aliens. No, Alien Kill. Mm-hmm. Alien Kill and Alien Kill 2. Right. And they were really shitty you know, it was the games we had and we just played them all day. It was so much fun. And then my brother started getting into programming and he was, you know, doing type-in lists and mm. making graphics move around on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually it turned out, you know, when we opened this, the disk drive didn't work. Mm. Luckily we had a tape drive as well. The disk drive didn't work. So that was another mm. thing where for the next few weeks my dad was battling with the store to try and get a refund on this disk drive because they didn't want to take it back they didn't Mm. believe us that it wasn't working Mm. and then finally him just refusing to leave the store until they gave him his money back um then it got into this big argument but finally he got his money back and we got another disk drive and it was all done but you know it's kind of that thing where you open your christmas gift and you go to play your disc games or whatever and they don't work because the disc drive doesn't work and mm. it's Christmas Day, so you play your yeah. shitty tape games. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, an amazing memory because I wanted one for so long and it's still my favourite system of all time mm-hmm. um, and I still collect all the games for it and stuff like that, but that's where it sort of started for me. And again, part of the great memory of that is the whole family enjoying it, not just myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's mm. definitely. Yeah, that's part of <coughs> my memory too. Is yeah, everyone sat down and played it. I remember playing Street Fighter Two on Mega Drive mm. with my parents, mm-hmm. and I would just jump, kick, and sweep, and I won every time. All the time. <laughs> and um, <coughs> and I thought I was really good, but mm. I couldn't even do a fireball. So right, <laughs> wasn't really that good. Yeah, right. Just wasn't good a high, enough to win. Wasn't a high bar. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what about you, Matt? <clears throat> well, I guess mine's also a Commodore 64. Oh. <laughs> why wouldn't Not it be? Not Atari. Right. Usually it's well, Atari with you. Well, because we had the Atari already. Ah. Maybe it was a Christmas gift, but I don't remember because mm. I may have explained like my earliest memories total in my life is of playing Atari. So I right. don't know I don't know when that came about. It was just always there. Yeah, okay. Cuz you have like f- fairly older brothers yeah. and sisters. Yeah, it's the advantage of having older siblings. <coughs> mm. They get, they got all the cool toys and I just get to use them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're born and you just <laughs> straight onto the Atari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. There's a visual for you. Right. <laughs> so the Commodore 64 was a family thing, a Christmas mm. gift. And um, 
Uh, I don't. I don't remember knowing anything about it or asking for it because probably older siblings did. Yeah. And yeah, so it wasn't boxed or anything like that. The idea was to have it set up. Oh, the, right. So you we get we just we just get up and on there it is. Did it oh, have, right. already, oh, did that's already. That's pretty a cool. Bow wrapped around the monitor or something. No. <laughs> no. Did, I, did I have a like a sheet over it so you can reveal it or? I don't think it so because it was just going to be there. But I right. think. I think what happened was um, my dad couldn't get it set up like properly in time, <laughs> and so like the older brother like, ah spoilers, do it. yeah. Mm. So okay. I think but, like by the time I got up, you know, and had a look, like they were both there, like trying to figure out how to make it go. Mm. Ah, yeah. so I still hadn't even started working yet. Don't exactly remember, but I think that's mm. what was going on. Yeah, mm. and mm. um, <clears throat> the next part of the story. So it was. Don't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast either, but it was the um, the presenting Australia bundle of the Commodore sixty four, which is ah. the one that John Laws did the ads for. Yeah, yeah. And um, so this was a bundle. It was just don't know exactly, but it was like the Commodore sixty four C and a few cartridges and this book hmm. called Presenting Australia. It was a picture book, right, of Australia. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, to like Australia. Landmarks and, yeah. Hmm. Um, so that's all it was, right? No tape, no disc or anything. Oh, what were the cartridges? It was like Wizard of War. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, International Karate? Uh, no. Soccer? International Soccer? Maybe. So I definitely had that on the cart, but hmm. th- th- maybe that's the next part of the story. Right. There was two or three carts, so I don't remember. And so that was the whole thing, and it's like pretty slim. You can't do much with it. Hmm. Um, so one of the other brother, brothers figured out oh wait you should have got this bundle because this one comes with a tape deck and then we can get all the other games because cartridges are hard to get uh. and so we made made the parents pack it up take it back <laughs> to the shop and swap for a different one but oh, wow. go back to Big W wherever it was which Laura <laughs> and have to explain to the people there you know like they're asking like why are you returning it mm-hmm. and my dad you know he doesn't like lying like right. you know like whatever mm. and um kind of stumbling over it for a bit and then eventually my oldest brother's like nah it's just broken <laughs> that's broken you just gotta swap it yeah wow <laughs> and so we changed it for the but other not model. for the same model for yeah, this no. one this other yeah, one has yeah. got the tape drive mm. in it this isn't obvious at all yeah mm. <laughs> Got that one home and then that's the one. But but I'm pretty sure we, we forgot to pack the Presenting Australia book into the box when we gave them uh, that one. So we still had the book. Uh, yeah. Ripped them off. So not only did you lie, but you stole. <laughs> sparked yeah. your memory yeah. of the whole <laughs> event. Mm. Wow. And so the cast that came with that one was actually, yeah, maybe maybe we forgot to pack the cartridges in as well. But we don't. We didn't have Wizard of War at that point, but we did have International Soccer and Le Mans. Yep. Le Mans? Oh, yeah. Le Mans? Le Mans yeah. I don't know what you're Le supposed Mans. to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Lemur. I don't it's know French. French. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I think everyone had international soccer. Yeah. I think it came with everything because we had an in- international soccer as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not a great game. Yeah, we played it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, you play. What, what else are you gonna play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also had. Um. I think it's called Silicon Warriors. Something like that. Wizard. Something. I don't know. Mm. You, you sort of had these um, nine squares floating in space and you had these wizards and you walk to the to the spots 
and you've got to try and make the other one fall off or something like that. I can't actually remember. Okay. This is a great story because I can't remember anything about yeah. it or the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just make shit up. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you have any other memories, John? Um, only probably not so good one. <laughs> right. But it's kind of funny, I guess. I don't know. It's not a feel good. Thing. I, when I was young, I remember Resident Evil 2, when Resident Evil 2 came out, I mm-hmm. asked for it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember my mum got got it for me and I was about to open it and my brother was like, now, just remember, whatever you get, just be happy with what you've got. And I opened it and it was Resident Evil 1. Oh. And I just burst out crying. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then we took it back and got a second-hand copy of Resident Evil 2. Right. For like $40 more or something. Yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> I think it was like a platinum one or something then. Um, hmm. Yeah. That was... So it was kind of... We can't get him the one he wanted because it's too expensive. So get him one that sounds like... Yeah, similar seems <laughs> like the next best thing. Yeah, probably ask the person in the shop. Like, are these games similar? Yeah, yeah it's the same thing. <clears throat> but to me, it made all the difference. Hmm. <laughs> had you played RE One before that, or yeah, we ha- I think we had it for oh. a while, right? And I th- was too young to really play it properly. Hmm. Um, but I remember my dad playing it a fair bit, and I definitely played it. But then when RE2 came out, like I was just old and like old enough to play it properly. Mm. But also it had all these massive improvements to the game. Mm. You know, um, like you start outside and there's so many more zombies. It was so exciting, I remember. Mm. Um, yeah. It was just, um, even though now they don't seem that much different, it was like, it really was a big step forward. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think the the characters went on much different paths. Um, whereas mm. in the first game, it was very kind of linear. It was still there was still yeah, it was more linear anyway. Mm. There was okay. still definitely bits where they do different things, mm. but Resident Evil Two was a lot more different, I think. Right, and then it had the whole A and B game. Uh, I don't know if one had that. Maybe it did, but yeah. Mm. So, little Johnny bursting out crying. I was (laughs) really upset. (laughs) Best Christmas ever. (laughs) And probably spoiled, but... um, Yeah, well... What can you do? Exactly. Mm. Aren't all kids spoiled, really? I mean, we're kids. We just want the thing we want. Yeah. We don't understand why we can't have the things we want. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah, I definitely didn't understand why. Anyway, it worked, Mm. apparently. (laughs) I got it. The old trick of bursting out crying (laughs) will get you what you want. Yep. Yep. I think the thing that was just weird about it is obviously my brother knew it wasn't what I wanted. Mm. Um, It was a weird situation. Yeah. Because he, yeah. And I remember he was really angry at me Mm. for being upset. (laughs) brothers I don't know (laughs) yeah okay 
Uh, one other one that I can think of, and I don't really um, remember whether this was Christmas or whether it was New Year's Eve, um, but I just recall the family was doing family stuff and I was in my room playing the Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it in your room? Yeah, I had my own room at the time. Oh. Yeah. Was it the family computer, though? No. Oh, you had no, your own this one? Had, this, had, this was quite a bit after we got the Commodore 64 and, you know, it kind of just migrated its way into my room. <laughs> so, it was basically <laughs> my thing that yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was sitting there playing The Last Ninja, mm-hmm. um, one of my favourite Commodore 64 games. And I remember distinctly, and I don't know why this sticks in my brain as much as it does but i remember distinctly listening um well i guess i need to explain so the last ninja on disc when you um when you're loading a level it will load for a while and then it will stop bring up a little screen which has the name of the level um and then it will play a song Mm. a tune um which is basically a loading tune mm-hmm. and it would be a loading tune if it was on tape because if it was on tape it would be playing the music whilst the game loaded but on disc it loads the loading screen and the music then stops and waits for you and you can just press the fire button and it will go past that and load the rest of the level and then you're actually playing mm. but on but yeah on disc it sits there and waits for you so you can listen to the music if you want to listen to the music mm-hmm. and i distinctly remember on one particular stage because it was the furthest I'd ever been through The Last Ninja and I've been playing it for ages, um, really loving the game, the atmosphere. Um, and yeah, like I said, this is the furthest I'd ever been and got up to this particular loading tune music and it just struck me for whatever reason. And it was at night time. So I think it was New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was night time and this music came on and I just got completely enveloped into this music, just really, really, really into it. And meanwhile, my family's, you know, having a great time, you know, doing family stuff. Mm. And finally, my dad just comes in, knocks on the door and scares the shit out of me because I was just completely focused on this music happening and saying, you know, uh, you're going to join us over here, you know, we're doing family stuff. We're playing Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. And then he left and I just kept playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, for some reason that sticks in my brain, just really, really getting into that particular moment. Mm. And I don't know whether it was because everyone was having a good time everywhere else and I was just doing my own thing. I'm not sure. But mm. yeah, it's a particular memory that sticks to me. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. And the only other one I have that is probably really quick is a modern one when... Um, it's probably only a couple of years ago, three years ago, maybe. Um, uh, you know, we're sort of at the age now where uh, my wife and I, we still buy gifts for each other, but, you know, it's all our own money. Mm. Um, it it's kinda, really hard to actually surprise the other person. Yeah. Because they're like, what did you buy at yeah. and you this try to shop pretend that to be I excited love that you never and, go into normally? Yep, yep. <laughs> and it's generally, you know, you go, oh, I'd like this and... So they get that for you. Yeah. I was trying to drop hints for Brianna, like 
all of the month of November. Right. And then when we were at the shops last week, she was like, oh, is there anything that you want? I'm like, really? I've been dropping hints <laughs> like for the last two months. Hmm. And she's like, have you? I think you need to be less subtle. <laughs> right. See, we're beyond that sort of thing now. We're just sort of, you know, what would you like? And we say what we'd like and then that's sort of it. Yep. I'll, I'll still pretty much every time buy something as a surprise for Fiona because she likes surprises mm-hmm. whereas I, I, do, I prefer to just receive something that I already know I'm getting because mm-hmm. I don't particularly care mm. um, so yeah we're kind of at that stage where it's just no longer anything you know it, it's not exciting anymore mm. I guess when you have kids it's a different <coughs> matter mm-hmm. um, but yeah so I had no idea what Fiona was getting me um, actually I think she'd already bought me something and I'd already had it or whatever and but on Christmas morning, um, she she said, oh, there's, I think there's something in the lounge room. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? She said, oh, I think there's something in the lounge room. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked in there and there was a box. I thought, oh, this is interesting. So she's got me a surprise. I had no idea. Mm. Um, and just, you know, thinking about the things my wife usually buys me. It's, you know, <laughs> clothes, you know, things I actually mm. need. They're mm. really boring. Yeah. <laughs> But instead, you know, I was opening this box and it was a PS4. Nice. So, it totally just just blew me away because, you know, it was a, it was a gaming thing. Um, and obviously, everything that I'm really interested in is gaming stuff. Mm. Um, I just never guessed in a bazillion years that my wife would buy me a modern console. Mm. Um, so, that was just a really big surprise and, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Felt really nice. Hmm. Mm. I would like it if my wife bought me a modern console. Oh. Maybe you should say that louder. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna's just in the other room somewhere, isn't she? <laughs> Do you have any others, Matt, that spring to mind? No. No? Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, that's some of the memories we have of gaming. Mm. You'd think after 40 years, we might have a few others. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but the years have a habit of blending into each other. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I got so many video games and things for for Christmases and stuff, mm. but I don't remember. Mm. I really don't remember. The only one, the only other one I can remember now is um, getting Sonic CD in my Christmas stocking um, mm. one year. As a kid. That's a bloody good stocking stuffer. Yeah, well, I don't really know. Yeah, it's funny thinking about it now because I feel like that would have been the most significant present I would have got that year. Mm. Um, and I don't know why it would have been in my stocking, but I mm. have a really specific memory of it being in the stocking. Mm. The only... Maybe, maybe I got all my presents and like stashed them in my stocking. It might have been... Right. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe I just gathered them all. Right. And that's where the memory originates. Hmm. Um, it might be something like that. Hmm. But yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, That yeah. was really exciting. Sonic CD is a good game. Yeah. And it's definitely, uh, even though visually it's, well, there's a lot of really good visual improvements. Um, but sound wise, it's also like such a huge step up 
mm. from what came previously. No, oh, absolutely. And I think that really makes a huge impact on the way the game feels yeah. to play. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was like, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it was it was like, felt like a pinnacle of the Sonic experience, mm. I guess. Mm. Yeah. And maybe still is. Yeah, I suppose a lot of people <laughs> believe that, you know. Um, I guess questionably with Sonic Mania, it's sort of taken that one step further. Yeah, I still haven't played that. Oh, really? Have you yeah. got it? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. That's a shame. I had to think about that for a moment. I've got it on Switch, but you don't have a Switch. No. I would have lent it to you. Well, assuming that you would play it, hmm. which is probably a faulty assumption. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to play it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have an aspiration it's to play. Worth it. playing, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have but aspirations to play many games, <laughs> mm. <laughs> including MK11. Have I you know. Played it yet? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a spoiler. I can't reveal that. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Spoiler for what? We have to reveal that in our <coughs> next episode, which will be about what we've been playing. Oh. Uh, or not playing, as the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. So, are we done? I think so. Okay. Thanks for listening to Game the System Podcast. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System Discord mm-hmm. at gamethesystem.co slash discord. Mm-hmm. You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M-A-R-C-S underscore tweet. Mm-hmm. John, do you Twitch anymore? Um, I'd like to, but... Mm, you have an aspiration to. Yeah. Mm. I've got an aspiration to do a lot of things, though, mm. and I feel like the Twitching is um, lowering on the list of priorities. Right. And that's probably why it hasn't happened. Yeah. But every now and again, the mood strikes. I you get a ha- Twitch for some Twitching? Actually, I started streaming on Facebook. Well, not oh. like a lot, but I You're set You're one up- of those. Well, I set up a Facebook stream because I joined that um, Arcade High Scores group. Oh, yeah. And the easiest way to get your score uploaded is to just stream your attempt. Because uh. um, then you don't have to worry about, like, proving the time or anything because Facebook mm-hmm. tells you when it was recorded. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I set that up. Hmm. Uh, what did you submit? Uh, Crazy Taxi. Uh. <laughs> and. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about it in the next episode. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, but nothing on Twitch. Um, If you were to record on mm. Twitch or (laughs) stream on Twitch, you'd be at twitch.tv slash Wago. That's correct. H-W-A-Y-G-O. Yes. Indeed. Uh, And we should do a Game the System stream. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Hmm. Yeah. At some stage. Mm. Because we did one a long time ago. Yep. A very long time ago. Yeah. A year ago. And that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It's almost like all these things, I feel like it's just an excuse to actually sit down and play games for a number of hours. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because without them, I feel like I should be doing other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I've got to play in this competition. <laughs> <laughs> as responsible adults, yeah. you know, with priorities and lives. Mm who don't ever record podcasts and drink beers and all of that. (laughs) Yes, it's difficult. (laughs) And Matt, you're a person. Yeah. Mm. You're on Discord. Yeah. 
as uh, yeah, BSS. Just, that's right. Spelled BSS. Yep. Yeah. Do you exist in any other places? I lurk. Right. Okay. He's just blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it. Thank you very much and goodbye. Bye. Bye.